Mm, well, Teddy P, welcome back here to The Word with G on ESPN 1420.com and the ESPN 1420 mobile app. Don't forget our mobile app is being sponsored by Mendez's Seafood Bar and Grill down on Ducey Road. The Listen Live Player via the stream being brought to you by Michael's Men's Club. Fine food and beautiful women. Time for one of our favorite segments of the week. Here on a Thursday, it is Thursdays with ED talking all things National Football League as he decides on a new whip. ED, what, what, what's going on, man? You you uh, you navigating the car selection all right? Uh, you know what? Just trying to survive it. Just trying to survive it right now. <laughs> that, that's it. Just, we'll see how we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah. That was that was our that was our little secret. Okay. Well, sorry, I I, I didn't know that it was a secret. You should have told me. <laughs> I mean, you got to specify these things. I didn't know you didn't want people to know you were out you car know, shopping. You, you, you know what? See, see, now I, now I understand. There are some guys who always say they won't kill, they won't kill nothing, they won't let nothing die. When I play, there are some guys. Some guys just aren't killers, and, and you got to know. You, you got to know that some guys you can't take into the alley with you <laughs> because they may just tell everybody what went down. I'm starting to wonder about you now, man. I'm just saying. I, I thought it was a little funny anecdote about you that you're 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 just you're out car shopping right now. I just thought I'd let the listeners know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding, man. Just kidding. It's no big deal. Yeah, just just out looking. That's all. That's that's all. It's one of the few places you can go in L.A. Um, it's outdoors. No one's you know social distancing at its best. So uh, that's it. But it's hot here today, man. It's 100 degrees. Oh my. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been beautiful here in Southwest Louisiana, man. And we got a little bit of a cool front in the mornings. It's around like sixty degrees, and then it'll get up to about eighty, and then back uh, back down into the sixties at night. Oh well, that's not bad. No, no, I'll take that all day, every day, man. It's it's actually feeling a little bit like yeah. fall. Uh, but but speaking, yeah, well, I mean, we don't. I don't know if we really have a fall. <laughs> I don't know if that if that happens here. We just sort of go from summer to rainy season. Back to summer. Well, that's uh, I guess that's that's one way to live. I, it would be kind of weird for me. I mean, somebody who grew up with seasons, and even here, you yeah. know, it'll get cold in the winter time. In the first winter t- winter time I was here, it actually snowed a little bit and got a little bit icy. But that would be strange for me to be out in L.A. and not even have any cold weather. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that's it. I mean, well, we all complain about it. You'll be shocked how quickly you get active because um, when it gets you, you know, it gets below 70. We all have on sweaters and scarves and mm-hmm. everything. Of course. Else. But L- L.A. is the one place I've, I've always said that it's the one place where you can stop at a red light on a corner on one of the main streets, and you will see every outfit known to man. You'll see some. You'll see someone in a tank and shorts and flip-flops next to someone with a scarf <laughs> um, and – a jacket on and jeans and boots and next to somebody with a hoodie. Um, you know, it, it's, it, there are seasons never matter and people just dress however they want to, regardless of it being hot or cold. So, yeah, but anyway, I, I'm, I'm cold if it's under 70 degrees now. I'm, I'm soft now, but I don't lie. You're so Hollywood. You're so Hollywood. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm Hollywood, man. I just don't like cold. I didn't like cold when I played. 
I don't like being cold. So that's the one more, that's one of the things that I love about Southern California. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get cold. Yeah. Hey, I love it. That's nothing yeah. wrong with that, man. I'm, I, that's uh, that's why I like living here, and I, I don't like the the winter time, you know, because it, it gets cold. Uh, so yeah, maybe I have to I feel you. I have to check out uh check check out uh the, the West Coast at some point. But Eric Davis again is our guest uh, here on uh, the weekly chat with him Thursdays with Ed of the Believe Podcasting Network. All right, Ed. So uh, what, what do you make of this situation going on here with the COVID situation between the Steelers and and Tennessee and them deciding to hey. We're going to give both teams a bye, and we'll kind of just figure it out later. Um, well, we discussed it, that it was going to be difficult to get through, and how are you going to work that out when someone gets sick? How are they going to report it? So it seems like they are reporting it. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And as you, could always, you can always work out this other game. You know, when you, you can find a week to play it in if it's just one extra game, the issue would only come if you start having multiple um, weeks where this is an issue because it's going to start to throw your season off um, because there are some things they're not going to change, like the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? Yeah. You start, so, so it depends on how, how often this happens. But I actually like the fact that they are saying, hey, there's an issue. We need to look at it. We don't think it's safe. And you're going to protect the men um, that are involved in the game. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that for sure. I'm I'm all for the safety first and foremost, especially if more guys continue to test positive. Uh, it's all good. They'll, they'll be able to figure it out. It, again, it would be a little naive to think that we were going to get through the entire season without some some positive yeah. cases. So, you know, they're doing everything that they can. And, and of course, uh, that they want to make sure that everybody stays safe and healthy. Again, Eric Davis, our guest. Uh, all right, so... I'm not gonna look. I won't spill the beans again. And if you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna say what you told me during the Saints and Packers game, you're more than welcome to say it. But what did you think of uh, the Saints and the Packers game on on Sunday Night Football, and and how Drew Brees looked? Oh, you can spill the beans on that one. <laughs> that, that's it. I mean, we're just that's nothing to spill right there. I know. I'm just, just messing. It. He looked. He, he Drew looked a little tentative there. Drew didn't look like he was ready to, to let it fly. He didn't want to let the ball go into some situation. Um, almost like, almost like he, he knows the arm isn't the same as it used to be, which is actually a good thing. If he knows it, then he won't try to make some of the throws that he is accustomed to making or has grown accustomed to making because they would get you in trouble now if you don't have the same arm strength to get him there. Um, but yeah, there were some times in the pocket. I was like, okay, that it looks like he sees something, but he wouldn't let it rip. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't let it fly. And, you know, we were talking about that where I was like, I, I, I'm, I kind of see what some people are talking about now. And I, and I think if you get outside of the love for Drew and the colors, and you really look at it just from a scout's eye. Yeah, there's there's a little loss on that right arm, and it's showing up on film. Yeah, and uh, what do you think, man? That's that's what I thought. Look, so what I think is, I, I I just I just don't think that that it's it's there, and I think that's a good point that you bring up. That that look, maybe he just he understands that it's not fully there, and I think. When he gets Michael Thomas back, I think it'll be a little easier. And look, I'm not saying he's going to go 20 plus yards down the field a lot because that's just not how their offense is predicated. You know, like 
his his yeah his his pass his air pass yards per you know attempt or whatever it is me Mr. Stat guy uh has not been good over the last four years he's he just this is not something new like he just doesn't push the ball down the field over the last four years because again he's got a guy like in Michael Thomas who's not a big play deep threat wide receiver and he doesn't he hasn't really yeah. had a guy like that. Well, I mean, yeah, Michael Thomas is that, that's your that's your mid range jumper guy. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to you don't have to shoot threes all the time because you can give him the ball in those situations and let him make plays afterwards. So that much of it I get and understand. Um, and yeah, a, a lot of it not throwing it down the field is trust in the receivers, not having Mike because Mike, you know, your people on fifty fifty ball. Well, it's not a fifty fifty ball if the DB has a better chance. <laughs> and that's why I was saying it's not fifty fifty. I, I felt like I had a better chance when it was coming at me than the other guy did. Yeah. With Mike, with Mike, it's not 50-50. He has a better chance of getting the ball than the DB does. So Drew knows the odds are in his favor. So you'll see him throw it up more. But my my observation, it wasn't the lack of prize down the field. When I was texting you, I was like, okay, look, in, in tight quarters, there are some throws that he normally makes that he just wasn't making. And it's not because it wasn't there, because he, he, old Drew throws guys open, and he and he throws the ball when those windows permit permit themselves, especially when he got near. Um, once he gets into scoring territory, when he gets on the other side of the thirty. He's trying to strike people dead. He wasn't doing that, man. I'm just watching him. Was like no. that's that's not the same guy. So something something's changing there. Something's changing, but that's that's okay. That's okay as long as you know how to adapt as the player. Yeah, it's a little dink and dunk. Again, Eric Davis, again, our guest talking all things NFL. Now, I don't want to move away from this game too much, but you know, when you sit, you're sitting there and you're talking about this and describing Drew Brees as how he, he, he's, he's maybe realizing that he, his arm isn't there, it kind of makes me think about Phillip Rivers a little bit, where Phillip just doesn't, just doesn't seem like he understands that his arm is not the same as when he was in his prime, and he just continues to try to make every single throw that uh, that he used to be able to make, and that usually gets him in trouble. Do you see the same thing with with Philip Rivers? Um, yes, it's been that way for a few years. Yeah, that unorthodox um, throwing style that he has has always led it to be complete arm, and so he and he had the arm strength to get away with that bad throwing motion. So now it's not there, but he it does. He he's been trying to do the same thing for the last few seasons. That's why the interceptions have been up so much. Balls that could get there, they don't get there anymore. So, yeah, that, that's, that's been an issue. And you, you have to adjust. Peyton Manning did a great job of adjusting his last few years. Because Peyton could throw the ball 15 yards down the field. And, and that's what eventually got him out. It, it's because Peyton didn't forget how to play football. It's just everybody realized he cannot throw the ball past 15 yards. So everybody just started playing everything downhill after they saw what Seattle did to him. They was like, let's just play it all downhill and make him throw the ball over the top of you. But he did. He understood, let me throw these slants, throw the curls, throw the smoke routes, get the ball out of my hand. Mm-hmm. Don't try to throw it down the field. Let the guys run. Phillip is still trying to make those throws, and they are not going to get there. No. <laughs> they are no. not going to get there before the DB does. <laughs> and, and that's what, so that, that's, that's what I was saying about Drew, man. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's not a bad thing that he sees it. Exactly. Know? Yeah, and that, like when you said that, that was the first guy that popped into my head because I'm like, man, it just doesn't seem like Philip realizes that he don't have that arm anymore, and Drew does, no, and, he, and he realizes, hey, look, my bread and butter at this point in my career 
is when Michael Thomas plays, throw him the ball as much as possible because, like you said, it's more than a 50, you know, it's probably more than a 75% chance he's coming down with the football. Yeah, and that's exactly. why you see him breaking the, these records of, of receptions because Drew is just like, all right, this is my best option. Camaro was hurt a little bit last year. And, and if you want to hit a home run, like we saw in that game Sunday night, dump it off to Camara, let him do the rest. Why am I going to work hard? And there you go. It, that's what Peyton Manning did. Peyton mm-hmm. Manning broke the touchdown record. He broke the touchdown record. And he did and he did not average ten yards with the ball in the air. Ten yards from the line of scrimmage. It was less it was like seven yards. Look at you, stat guy. That, that his average his average ball was in the air seven yards. Such a and stat he threw fifty five touchdown passes. So you gotta understand what you can do and what you can't do. And when you have Kamara and you got Michael, you give them the ball. You're right. So um I see it. The question is gonna be, um, Willingness to adjust for Drew, willingness to adjust for um, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. And everyone else down there, also everybody listening, stop with the Hill being the backup and being the <laughs> franchise. He blew that He blew that with the fumble the other day. Okay? Hey, that was it a great was, play was by Z. It, yeah, well, it was, it was never happening. Um, when, when I can start saying you cost me games, it's definitely not going to happen. True that. Eric Davis, again, our guest, hanging with us, talking all things NFL. And on the other side of things, um, just what did you see out of the Packers offense? Because they, I mean, they have put up more points than than any team in NFL history through the first three games. And I don't want to say they're doing it through smoke and mirrors, because when you have Aaron Rodgers, there's no such thing as a smoke and mirror. But I, I, I look at these offenses from when it was Mike McCarthy to to when it was now in Matt LaFleur. And it just seems like the scheme is so much better and, and just they don't have the type of talent that they had under Mike McCarthy, but yet they produced a whole heck of a lot of offense. Um, well, it's, it's, it's designed to do that. It's, it's more fast break. It's utilizing Aaron Rodgers um, and getting the ball out of his hand, utilizing his legs, his arm, his smarts, and you know the players they have. They have talent, so it's, it's not like you know Green Bay's offense is void of talent. They have some talented guys on it, but they're they are – that's that's the main thing. They kind of geared this offense to just say, okay, this is what you do best, Aaron, and go at it. This is this we we want to put pressure on, and then that's what they're doing. They, they, as opposed to let's let's try to run and set you up, or or let's try to see if we can get you guessing something. They're just attacking. It seems like they're just 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 more of that. You know, it's like let's just go let's just go downhill fast and make the defense adjust. And Aaron is, I mean, they're clicking right now. So um, I'm waiting to see, because this is what always has happened to Green Bay with McCarthy, with Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback there. Um, And I want to see if this changes with a different coach. I'm waiting until they play a team that just hits them in the mouth. That's why why they've always had a hard time with the 49ers. Mm -hmm. Whenever they play the 49ers, the 49ers, they play bully ball with them. They, They literally... Just decide offensively we're going to run the ball at you and just try to pound you because that's how you show your toughness on offense by running the ball. And defensively, we're just going to beat your guys up. We're just gonna, we're going to try to just bruise their ribs, crack their sternum, bloody their nose, just beat them up and just see how you how they react to it. And they don't. They have history says they don't react to that well. Mm-hmm. And that's what always gets them kicked out of the playoffs. So I'm waiting with this new offense. This this fast pace, this attacking style that they're playing, I'm waiting 
to see what happens when they come up against a team that just decides to hit them in the face. Um, and, it's, and it's harder to do than say because you have to have the guts as a defensive coordinator to say, I'm going to man these guys up. We're going to beat them up. We're going to blitz them. We're going to keep constant pressure on them because if you make a mistake, um, he's been he's been dealing <laughs> at the quarterback yeah. position. So yeah. that's the issue. Playing confident, playing um, playing well as as well. And I'm looking at the schedule right now, and you know they do play the 49ers in, in early November. So that obviously is going to be a tough game with Robert Sala there. Even though the 49ers aren't going to be at full strength and full health. You know, they're going to try to, as you mentioned, punch him in the mouth. And I'm looking at some other games on this schedule. The only other team that I think can do that would be Tennessee later in the year in, in, uh, in you know, a couple of days after Christmas. But every everybody else other than that, I don't I don't know if those are teams that are going to go out there and try to play or can play that style of football. Uh, well, this is the thing that you will see. It just depends on how early someone does it and whether or not it's successful. Uh, copycat league, man. Mm-hmm. Whether whether your squad is built that way or not, if you go in and you say, "Wait a minute, he's having problems. This offensive line is having problems protecting him. Um, they're not doing the same thing. Um, Matt's not calling the same. His design is different when pressure and all this stuff. If it actually makes the difference, oh, they'll you'll see, you'll see quickly that other teams will jump on teams that you don't expect to play that way. Now, that's that's just the way the league works. That's just how it is. If you see something, you steal it, and and they're going to throw it in the mix for the next week. It may not it may not be your main the mainstay of your playbook, but that's what that's what the week of practice is for. That's why you have Thursday, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, to put in to implement what's going to work against a team. So it just, it just depends on who which which one has the guts to say let's mm. go get him first and whether or not it works. That's that's the other thing if it works this time. Hanging with us right now on the word with G. Eric Davis, former uh, Super Bowl champ, or I should say Super Bowl champ, former NFL cornerback here with us on the word with G of the Believe Podcasting Network. Let's take a call, 337-269-1077. One of our biggest Saints fans and conspiracy theorists, Kyle, is on line one. What's up, Kyle? Yeah, it's not a theory, a theory though, brother. Oh, but, it uh, is. Big time. Look, uh, Eric, I am. I guess I am the people who told you last week that, that Drew was playing scared. I've got a question for you. What overcomes fear? What overcomes fear on the football field? Yeah, what overcomes that- fear in life, period? Um, what overcomes fear in life? I would just say doing. I just think just doing, just the knowledge, just, just pushing through and doing it. And all I can do is speak for me. The things, well, what, the things that have bothered Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what makes a person push through and do it when they're scared? Anger. Anger. And I oh, saw no. something. Huh? Well, keep going. Keep going. I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on that next. Keep going. Okay. But, but, but I saw something. You see, I'm going to tell you why Drew's fixing to turn it around and go on a big run, and the Saints are fixing to go on a big run, besides the Detroit Lions. <laughs> but the the thing I saw, you know, Alvin finally got himself going, okay? And now Drew, I saw at the end of that game and all of the mess that I saw, okay, I saw a mad Drew Brees. And a mad Drew Brees started to throw at towards the end of the game. And this is this is where I finally saw it. He started chunking the 10s and the 15s and the 20s. 
And I got a feeling he's going to start uncorking the 25s and the 30s. Now, over 30, forget about it. But if he can keep the ball going 30 yards and in down the field, he can open up the field enough for him to run that offense the way it's meant to be run with him at quarterback. And I finally saw a mad Drew Brees, and I believe that that is going to be the thing that gets him kick-started. I will hang up and let y'all talk. Thank you. Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to tell you the number one thing that you have to think about is um, you can't play football angry. So if you're relying on your coach to be – if you're relying on your quarterback to be angry to be himself, you're in trouble. If, if that, so just think about it. So I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case. And that's why I was getting at, first of all, just to get through the fear. It's just, it's a question of just doing it. It's, it's like being a hero. You're not a hero because you weren't afraid to do something. It's because you did it anyway. And so, so it's not necessarily anger that's going to get you through. It's, it's the knowledge that I have no choice. I have no choice in this matter. So I have to get this done. I have to perform. See, football, and this is what I'm saying about football. You can play focused. You can be intense. Um, you 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 can you can be locked in so much that you you miss out on everything else that 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 your focus is there that you don't see or hear anything else. But you can't play mad because when you're mad, when you're angry, you make mistakes. When you're angry, you don't pay attention to the little things that are necessary for you to be successful. Mm-hmm. Quarterback has too much to look at, to think about, to play angry. So that so that right there would be an issue. And if you're angry and you're pushing the ball. 25, 30 yards down the field. If you're doing all these things, that still you may be angry and do it, but that, that still doesn't make your arm any stronger. <laughs> it's not going to make it get there any quicker. If he, we're not, we're not, we're not saying that that he doesn't know what to do and how to get the guy. We're just saying the velocity um, of that pitch is not the same. Yeah. So he can be mad, <laughs> but, but he's but being mad is not going to make him any younger. No. Being mad is not going to take him back to 2009. No. So that's that's the thing that you got to think about. So is it, so do you want him to, do you want him to be angry and just say I can do this anyway, a la Philip Rivers, or do you want him to keep his head, think about the offense, uh, morph into who he is now, and be successful that way? Eric Davis again, our guest, hanging with us on the World with G, talking all things NFL. And you know, to me, I mean, I I just think it's confidence. I think it's. Hey, look, I, I have the belief that I can push through. You know, whatever I'm going through, or whatever it may be. You know, for example, you know, down here, our, our Louisiana Raging Cajun football team, we got a kicker who was like, you know, one for, you know, two for six, I think, on field goals this year. He's been struggling, junior, you know, transfer, and you know, we set him up for a 53, you know, yard field goal with three seconds left to go in the game, and he nailed it. Mm-hmm. And it was just about just that confidence and and not overthinking things and just going out there and like you said, yes. just doing it. Just do it. The fear is going to be there, mm-hmm. but you know, but and confidence comes from doing. So that, so that's why that's what I was talking about. That and that's why I asked like you know fear on the field. So you get there on the field and you're always concerned about whether or not you can do something, but you just walk in and line up and you start like, I got a job to do, so let me do my job. And the more you do it, the more confident you are that you can do it because you're not questioning whether or not I can do it. That's what I think. Drew's not playing angry. Drew's not gonna, you know, he, he, may get, he may get bothered with himself because he's not playing well. He may get bothered with someone because of a mistake made, but he knows you, you cannot play football angry. Because you, you, you just don't think. The, the guys that get out there and they're all mad, they make mistakes. They, you, you just can't do it. You end up getting the penalties, jumping offside, blowing the coverage, um, running the wrong route, 
you know, missing a block, you, you, it's, it's just it's it, it's too much to think about. And that's that's that you got to understand. It's controlled chaos out there, and every person has too much to do to not do it properly. And the most important part is if you're out there running around mad, you screw up the guys around you. And that's that's when things go downhill really fast. So, yeah, it's just about it's just about confidence and, and getting it done. Drew is, I mean, he's not lacking confidence. That's not that's not the issue. Like I said, it's the season will show whether or not he's just losing arm strength, and I think that's the case. But it's got to happen. It's yeah. got to happen. It's got to happen to him. It's got to happen to Brady. It's got to happen to Phillip. It's got to happen to everyone. It's going to happen to Patrick Mahomes. Every, you know, everyone gets older and they slow down. You only have so many throws. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it, man. All right, here's my last one for you. And I know we have a, a large contingency of, of America's team Cowboy fans around these uh, these parts. So I'll ask you about them to kind of finish up unless we have any other calls. Again, 337-269-1077. Uh, they're, they're, two and, they're one and two right now. They could be 0 oh and 3 mm-hmm. at this point. They played a lot of close games. They played some decent competition, obviously, with the Rams who are are good right now. They're they're two and one. The Seattle Seahawks look like one of the better teams in the league at three and zero. Oh, and the Falcons obviously have been brutal at at zero oh and three at this point. Um, is it just the level of competition that they're playing, or do they look like a fundamentally not very good football team? Maybe from a defensive standpoint. Um, I think it's the level of competition that mm-hmm. they've been playing. Um, I don't know if I would say that they're um, not fundamentally sound. Um, I think they, they've just played, they've played some guys that they just don't have answers for right now and, um, playing well. Uh, so that Rams offense, when it's getting going right now, when it gets going, it looks like that Ram offense that Sean McVay first put in, like he's made his adjustment and he's utilizing the talent that he has, um, Seattle and Russ, that's just the problem. They're just a problem. They're going to be a problem for everybody all year long. They, 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 they just are. So, I mean, that's, that's a that's a tough one right there. So um I'm I'm not as down on the Cowboys. Um part, partially because their um division is awful disastrous. Awful. So I mean you know, think about it. They they win this week, they're they're golden. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so I mean it's it's really it's really nothing it's 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 funny, but Every Dallas fans, you're right. They're everywhere, and, it, and it's always this talk of Dallas going to Super Bowl. But think about it. For the most part, think about your life watching the NFC East. For the most part, it's a it's a nine and seven. It's a eight and eight, nine and seven, um, ten and six. You know, type division. Yeah. This is not a division where guys are gonna are gonna go and and run away from anyone else. So this is this is typical Cowboys and. You know, until they get back to just doing what they do, just running the ball and trying to pound you, that's that's what they have to do. Um, And then let that work off of that. They're going to still be there. But the division is bad. They're not great right now. And they've played some of of the better um, competition within the league. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think when you see most of the NFC East play the better teams, they're going to lose. I, I just don't. I don't think that's one of the tougher divisions in the league. I, I just. I don't. I don't think the, the top. The top end of the NFC East is not remotely close to the top end of the better uh, divisions in the league. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like you're talking about like as as it sits right now in the uh, in the NFC West, where every team is two and one. 
except for the Seattle Seahawks, uh, well, who are 3-0. and so, so, I mean, yeah, so, so you, you just look at the, the higher end of that. If you look at you, – if you say let's go to the, the highest end of – even if you're looking at the, the AFC North, if you're looking at let's, – let's say the teams, the, the higher end of the NFC South, you look at the higher end of the, 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 the AFC North, I, I mean, any of those teams. I, 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 don't think, I don't think Dallas beats Buffalo. Yeah, they've been playing well. Whenever I don't think they beat Baltimore. They don't beat Kansas City. They don't beat Seattle. Uh, you know, I mean, so we we can pick the division and you start to look at it. I, I just don't think those teams are not just Dallas. Washington wouldn't do it. I don't think Philly does it. No, they're, well, they're just that, that division is just not that strong. Right their now. offense but can their offense can match just about anybody's offense. It's the it's the defense yeah, they're, they're that offense, that's that's the problem. There, there you go. That's, that's an, it, it is, so you got to get that worked out. But it's not from lack of talent, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's, it's, it's from scheme. I just think that from just the way Dallas is designed, it has always been control the clock when they, when they win, all the way back to the 90s. Yeah, with Emmitt Smith. The ball. Yeah, Troy control didn't throw a whole clock. lot. You're going to play good defense. You're going to play good defense, but your defense is not going to play a lot. It's not going to play a lot because you're going to run the ball, pound people, control the clock that way, throw it when you have to. And Dallas can't do that right now. They're getting in shootouts. Their mm-hmm. defense isn't built to be in shootouts because they, they don't make plays like that. It's, you, can be, you can be that type offense, um, but you've got to have playmakers on your defense that's going to get the ball back to you. Because you know that if your team is scoring quickly, the other team is going to try to score quickly. And if your team is not built to get the ball out of the air, and that's been the problem for them, if you're not built to get the ball out of the air, they got some young guys playing right now, that's, that's going to affect you. So let's just see how they make their adjustments. But I, I think they have the talent to do it. Eric Davis has been our guest, man. I hope uh, I hope we've given you a nice little respite here from uh, from car shopping today, and I hope you're the uh, the wifey's not too uh, upset with you that you've stepped away and uh, relieved yourself yeah, of looking at cars for the last. She's looking at me. She's she's looking at me like how much longer? <laughs> she is. Well, tell her. Look, I mean, do you do you want to stay for a little while longer so you can not do that? Oh, no, dude. You know what? I, I like my life. I like my wife. You are not getting me in trouble. I gotta go. <laughs> All right, brother. Be good. Thank you so much for making the time. As always, follow him on Twitter at underscore Eric Davis underscore. Enjoy the car shopping. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll text at some point this weekend. If not, I'll talk to you uh, over the week uh, next week. All right, man. Take it easy. There he goes. Ed right here on the Word with G. Car shopping, talking football, doing it all right here on the Word with G. Love it. One of the best, man. I'll tell you what. Great football mind. Love getting a chance to to hear from him every single week and. Just the fact that, you know, get a chance to talk to him, whether it be just, you know, texting, talking on the show, phone call, whatever it may be, just a real overall solid dude and uh, very blessed that he's uh, he's come into, uh, into the fold here and, and becoming part of the show, which uh, I hope you appreciate as much as I do. All right, step aside, take a break. When we come back, I'll give you a, cup, a quick scoreboard update at Major League Baseball, update you on A's and White Sox, and we'll talk a little NBA Finals. With you before we get to Big G, Gerald Broussard on the Louisiana Raging Cajun football team. All coming up in the final hour of the program here. Don't go anywhere on ESPN.com and the ESPN 1420 mobile app. You're listening to The Word with G.